You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome to Take Me Home, the show that helps a lonely animal have a second chance at a new life, a home, a family, someone to play with, and someone to love. Join host Susan Daffron as she talks to guests from animal shelters and rescues about some of their favorite adoptable pets. These pets might be diamonds in the rough that may have been overlooked, but still need a great loving home. We'll shine the light on these pets and share their personalities, quirks, and stories with you. The goal of Take Me Home is to promote happy adoptions. We'll showcase wonderful pets, tell stories, and even throw some pet education into the mix. So get ready to find out why the pet adoption option can be a great way to add a furry companion into your life. Here's your host, Susan Daffron. Welcome to Take Me Home on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Susan Daffron, the founder of the National Association of Pet Rescue Professionals. Thank you for listening. Today we have Rhonda Hammerslaw from Second Chance Animal Adoptions in Bonners Ferry, Idaho. Rhonda will be talking to us about two dogs actually today named Riot and Lucy who are available for adoption. They're actually in foster care right now, so uh, they're hoping for a new home. Anyway, we'll be right back with Rhonda after these messages. Take Me Home, we'll be right back with more great stories of lonely pets in search of loving homes right after these messages. Stay tuned. Flight 291 is now boarded. All passengers, please proceed to gate 4. And who's this traveling with us today? This is Bailey. She's never flown Midwest Airlines before. Hi, Bailey. (coughs) She'll be fine. We take special care of our traveling pets. In fact, our premier pet program was created by an employee and dog lover who believes that pets should be handled as precious cargo. And they are. Oh, and they earn travel rewards, too. Oh, good. Thanks for flying Midwest Airlines, Bailey. Enjoy your flight. Visit MidwestAirlines.com. Pets are part of the family, and when traveling with your dog, there's only one magazine to include when packing your doggy's duffel bag, and that's Fido Friendly, the travel and lifestyle magazine for you and your dog. Each bi-monthly issue includes hotel, city and state reviews, and doggy destinations to explore with your furry companion. Fido Friendly magazine can be found at Borders, Barnes & Noble, PetSmart, Pet Boutiques, and Fido Friendly hotels nationwide. Or you can go online to subscribe at www.fidofriendly.com. So get traveling with your pet today and leave no dog behind. And remember, Fido Friendly's the only magazine dedicated to the travel lifestyle of man's best friend and the one magazine your dog will thank you for. Welcome to Personals.com. As a fellow cat owner, I know how finicky we are, from our friendships to our loves to just about everything. Not any old website is going to satisfy us. Here at Personals.com, cat lovers from all walks of life can celebrate the photos, the stories, and videos of their beloved family member. And if you're single, here's your chance to meet someone who's perfect for you. 
Share your personality today for free. See you soon. Personals.com. That's P-U-R-R-S-O-N-A-L-S.com. Finally, a place to meet that special person. There's nothing like a shaggy dog, baby. They're shagatelic. And this is the place to find out how to have harmony in the household with your pets. Oh, yeah. So stop by our pad every week and get switched on, baby. Switched on to the show that's all about attitude. Oh, behave. With your groovy host, pet edutainer Arden Moore. Yeah, baby, yeah. Every week on demand on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Get ready to meet your future best friend. Take Me Home is back, and there's a pet waiting just for you. Welcome back to Take Me Home on Pet Life Radio. My name is Susan Daffron, and today I'm talking with Rhonda Hammerslaw from Second Chance Animal Adoptions in Bonners Ferry. We're going to be talking about two dogs named Riot and Lucy who are available for adoption. So thank you for joining me, Rhonda. Thank you for having me. So um, tell me a little bit about, let's start with Riot. Tell me about Riot. Riot is an eight-month-old male terrier mix. And he has a special needs because he is uh, almost completely deaf. But he's learning um, to understand some basic commands and does very, very well. You wouldn't actually even know it. And um, he's just a doll. He's all white with some black spots and a big black spot over one of his eyes. Oh, wow. Yeah, he's adorable. Aww. So, So are you teaching him hand signals? Well, uh, he is in foster care right now, and I, I know that they're working with him a little bit, but I think if somebody does adopt him, that's going to be the best route to go, is to maybe hook up with, um, you know, a trainer in, in, in your area um, and talk to them about how you can work with a dog that doesn't hear very well. And they do very well off hand signals and uh, can learn very quickly. So that's what we're going to be recommending for Riot. And Riot lives with the other dog that's up for adoption, Lucy, and I think Riot learns a lot from Lucy as well. Actually, I see that with my dogs all the time. And as my dogs are getting older, I've actually been starting to do more hand signals just so that, you know, as dogs get right. older, they frequently lose their hearing. So it's sure. not not unusual. So I've been I've been doing a lot more waving than I used to. Right. <laughs> and my understanding is dogs don't, um, you know, we as humans think dogs should respond to our voices. And actually that's the least um, effective way to train a dog is, is with voices. So there's a lot of different ways out there, and, and hand signaling is one of them. So Riot is, um, appears to be very intelligent, very sweet, wants to uh, be a bit, you know, she's a big um I'm sorry. He is a big people pleaser, and so I think he'll be um, he'll be quite uh, quite easy to train. I mean, easy in the respect of training, <laughs> as training <Yeah>. goes. <laughs> training takes a lot of work and time, but um, I think he'll be very responsive. So, tell me a little bit about Lucy. Lucy is a one-year-old black lab mix, and she also um, again she lives with Riot, and the owners actually. Um, 
weren't able to keep them, unfortunately. They moved, and um, so um, we are hoping we could get a home where they could go together, but I know that's a lot to ask. So um, if that doesn't happen, we understand. But Lucy is very, very sweet. Um, they both, both Ryan and Lucy like being indoors. They're both housebroken. Um, but Lucy's not, actually both of them are not good with cats, so we don't want a home with cats where they're tempted to chase them and play roughly with them. We're not quite sure what they would do if they actually caught a cat, but they do like to run after them. But Lucy um, understands basic commands, and they believe she's about a year old. They're not quite sure because they, I believe, obtained her as a rescue dog as well. So oh, okay. she's, um, yeah, she's real sweet. She looks purebred lab, but we do know that she's a mix. So you said Riot is eight, right? Eight months. Oh, eight months. So just under a year, correct. Oh, wow. And then Lucy so he's is really a youngster. <laughs> he is, and that's why, you know, when, um, when we advertise him, we say he's very energetic, but that's just because he's still a puppy. Yeah. So, and that's why we're still very positive that that he'll learn quickly. You know, because he is still a puppy. We're very hopeful on that. So, so more or less, how big is is Riot? More Riot, like, I would roughly poundage. Riot's probably about forty-five to fifty pounds. Oh, okay. So he's yeah. a pretty good-sized terrier. He's not a a little tiny one. No, he's not a small terrier. Um, He's uh, going to be medium size, and, and, you know, we're just not sure what he's mixed with, so that's what we're calling him. He's got kind of terrier ears. He's fairly thin. He's not short and stocky like a lab, but he's just, he is so cute. I wish I could paint a, a picture over the radio of him. He's just absolutely <laughs> adorable. He's almost, um, you know, I would say he's probably the size or will be the size of maybe like a Dalmatian, and he has real, a uh, real thin coat, short coat like a Dalmatian. Oh, okay. So he might be a dog that would shed a little bit less than some of the, well, like labs can shed volumes. Amazingly enough, for a short-haired yes. dog. But exactly, labs are, um, as you probably know, are um, multi-layered in their coat. So mm-hmm. they have a lot of, although, like you said, short fur. Uh, there's a lot of it to shed. Whereas Riot is just single layered in her coat, in his coat, sorry, keep calling him her, in his coat. And um, so he probably would uh, not shed as much. Uh, he'll have a tendency to be a little bit colder in the winter. Um, so he'll need to probably be inside. And they both sleep inside, so they're used to that. So we'd like to find a home where they could be inside at night. So you said that the, the owner moved. Did they, did they just have to move? Yeah, a place where they didn't have dogs, or I believe that they moved to a, a place where they were not allowed to have dogs. Is my understanding. So we don't know a lot about the situation, and we did not have room to take the dogs, and our foster homes were full. So the owners had some friends that agreed to foster the dogs for us, and so we actually second chance took possession of the dogs. So we. Um, had them spayed and neutered. We had them vaccinated um, with their vaccinations and rabies because they had none of that done. And uh, then they became second chance dogs. And so now we're we're putting the advertising into them and um, actually having a big social event in Bonners Ferry in a couple of weeks, which is a salsa festival. And we've been invited, so we're going to try to have these dogs there so people can view them as well. 
So they're currently with uh, with the owner's friends, and, and they're fostering them for us. Well, that's kind of a nice arrangement so that the people actually probably knew the dogs and the dogs knew the people, so it hasn't been as big of an adjustment as right. it might be in some cases. Not quite as traumatic. And we're actually trying to do that with a lot of our animals. We have a cat currently that we're doing that with. Um, a lady uh, needs to find a home for her cat, but it's not immediate. So what we've done is... Um, in, or, in, in order to save room for other animals that are homeless, um, we have uh, made her cat a second chance cat. We're staying to have it spayed and neutered and uh, actually spayed. We're um, paying for that and all the vaccinations, and then she's just going to foster it for us. Mm-hmm. And we're finding that that works really well because then the animal's not transferred from home to home to home, which exactly. can be traumatic for them. So if they can stay in their current situation and it's not immediate, that the people have to find another home for the animal. Um, if they can do that, that's what we're trying to do because we find it's better for the animal. Mm-hmm. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. So tell me a little bit about uh, Riot's personality. Well, he is um, very energetic, as yeah. I mentioned, um, because of still being a puppy. He sticks pretty close to home. He uh, the current home that he is in, they have a, a large dog run, and so that's where um, they stay when when the foster family is gone. Um, and very playful, just is great with other dogs. Again, not good with cats. Um, he likes to chase cattle, so probably would not be a good um, dog to be in a home with horses and cows and that sort of thing. Uh-huh. Um, okay. But uh, just a general, all-around, very, very happy-go-lucky type dog, as well as Lucy. They're both just, I was amazed when I met them. They're just, they, my dog met them, and they took to my dog, and they took to me, and they're just, just big old happy dogs, which is, which is neat. <laughs> um, big old happy dogs. We yeah, exactly, that. exactly. And, uh, again, young enough to be able to adapt to a new home, so we, uh, we're hopeful that that will go well, but, um, Yes, both of them are just, um, they seem to be, I haven't spent a lot of time with them, but from, from what the foster mother has told me, they just seem to be very happy-go-lucky dogs. Um, they do well in the house, as I mentioned, so they're kind of indoor-outdoor dogs, um, but they do like to be outside and explore. Um, they both know how to walk on a leash, and um, they both, Riot not as much, Lucy understands some basic commands, but I think, you know, it's important that if somebody is interested in them that they understand that both these dogs are going to need some additional training mm-hmm. and, and some additional work because um, they are young and very energetic. And large dogs like that can um, can kind of barrel over you, you know. So you have to be real careful in making sure that you take control of the animal and... and um, uh, different, a lot of different areas. You know, wherever you live, you can look up um, a dog trainer and take them through basic dog class. And um, I think for both of these dogs, that's something that's going to be needed. But again, they're very, they're people pleasers, both of them. So I think they'll they'll not be difficult to train. Yeah, that's uh, that's very important is figuring out what motivates the dogs, and it's it's so much easier if the dog is already, you know, really oriented around people. So that training is just, you know, they just want to make you happy. Exactly. And that type of dog is a lot easier to train than the 
type of dog that really doesn't care too much what you think. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's true. actually, you know, the 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 typical lab personality that most yes. people really you either really like that or you really find it oppressive. It's like, oh my God, leave me alone. Some people can't deal with it. But uh, yeah, labs are very uh, very independent. They certainly have a mind of their own. Yeah, um, but definitely. they're very they're very focused usually on in many cases or a lot of labs are very focused on what people are doing, not what um, like you know what else is going on. Like exactly, you know, certain yeah. certain breeds of dogs they're they're just really not too interested in you, and and that can make it. Those types of dogs are frequently considered a little bit more difficult to train, although sure. it's just a matter of figuring out what motivates them. Exactly, exactly. And Lucy, being a lab, I'm sure food is a large motivator. For her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Most labs like There's another so big you, motivator. <laughs> you throw her a few treats, and she'll probably do whatever you want. Yeah. But Riot strikes me as as that way as well. Um, although we're not quite sure of her um, his breed, but he um, he just appears to also be a people pleaser and very people attached, very attentive to what you're doing. So. Mm-hmm. Um, although easily distracted because again he's very young, still a puppy, um, but um, but I believe with a little bit of work and training they can both be very well behaved dogs. Okay, well we'll be back with Rhonda after these messages from our sponsors. Take me home. We'll be right back with more great stories of lonely pets in search of loving homes. Right after these messages. Stay tuned. Welcome to Pet Planet. Here's a copy of Pet Planet Magazine, Florida's most informative and fun pet resource magazine. It features heartwarming stories and informative articles from local and national pet experts. Excellent. Pet Planet Magazine offers Operation Planet Rescue, helping rescued pets find new homes. And it's available at 500 locations in South and Central Florida and 24-7 on the Internet at PetPlanetMagazine.com. If you're out and about with your pet, you may be featured in Paparazzi, candid pictures of you and your pet. For up-to-date pet-friendly events, activities, and pet-related services and products, Pet Planet Magazine is your final destination. I shall take this magazine home with me. Back to your home planet? No, to my condo in Boca. Pet Planet Magazine. Check them out at www.petplanetmagazine.com or 352-394-8578. It's out of this world. Ready to take a walk? Not just you, but your whole family. It's the 2008 Whisker Walk, Sunday, June 8th from 9 to 4 at the Lancaster Fairground in Lancaster, Massachusetts. Pet owners and animal lovers walk to lend a paw to benefit the animal shelters and pet charities they love. Come see exhibits, demonstrations, educational programs, special attractions, product giveaways, entertainment, auctions, raffles, food, fun, and things for adults and kids to see, do, and buy, both human and pet-related. Whisker Walk 2008, a fun day for everyone. For more information, log on to whiskerwalk.org. Fasten your seatbelts, put your seat bags and sleeping pets in their full upright position, and prepare for takeoff. Pet Life Radio presents Travel Tales, 
the show where you'll get great travel ideas on perfect places for you and your pet. From Paris to paradise, south of the border to the South Seas, Travel Tales will give you cool tips on fun vacation destinations to travel with your pet, pet-friendly hotels, and advice on how to travel safely and happily with your furry best friends. So, get ready to pack the bags and the bones with your Travel Tales hosts, Susan Sims and Nicholas Veslowski, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Get ready to meet your future best friend. Take Me Home is back, and there's a pet waiting just for you. We're back with Rhonda Hammerslaw from Second Chance Animal Adoptions in Bonners Ferry, Idaho. I'm your host, Susan Daffron, and we're talking about two dogs today named Riot, who's a little terrier, well, not so little, kind of a medium-sized terrier, and Lucy, who's a Labrador retriever. And both of them are available for adoption from Second Chance in Bonners Ferry, Idaho. So, if you were able to describe the perfect home for Riot and Lucy, what would it be like? Oh, wow. Well, let's see. For Riot, we'll start with Riot. I think he really needs a home where somebody can provide quite a bit of uh, one-on-one attention with Riot, somebody that knows a little bit about behavior of dogs. Um, and you know what? Even if somebody doesn't, they need, if they're, as long as they're willing to take Riot maybe to a basic dog training class, um, I think that's going to uh, suit him the best. Um, he would need somebody, again, that can, can give that type of attention to him. And really somebody that can have the patience um, with him because of his special needs and him being hard of hearing. Um, this might be frustrating for certain people. Other people might really desire that type of animal. So um, as long as that's known, I think that's going to be the best type of home for Riot. Um, Because he is used to being inside at night, I think he would um, uh, desire to be in a home where he could stay inside at night. Um, Lucy... Um, very similar. Again, she likes being inside at night as well. And, you know, some people just don't like dogs in the house. So that's why I say this, um, because they are used to being inside. Mm-hmm. Lucy um, is um, uh, her an ideal home for her would be somebody that's active. And, and really same with Riot, needs somebody that's active. Um, Lucy um, will need, just like Riot, need exercise. Um, that's going to be really important. Um, somebody that can play ball with her, somebody that can go hiking. Um, I know she likes to swim, being a lab. So, you know, really for both these dogs, I think um, a home that's active and um, a home that can, uh, with Lucy, uh, give, just like Riot, give a little bit of attention to training. Um, and again, doesn't have to be somebody really knowledgeable in dog training, but at least somebody that has a willingness to to take them to a class and, and to get a little training under their belt. So that, that would be an ideal deal home. Um, they're both really good with kids, with children, so I think, um, you know, Lucy and Riot could go to home with children. With Riot, because 
he's a little bit younger, I would not recommend a home with really, really small children because of the energy level. You know, and having a large dog, they can knock little children over very easily unless, you know, you have a, a parent that that is willing to, to be there at all times. So, mm-hmm. um, But that would be probably an ideal home for both, where they can come inside at night, where they have owners that are active and willing to put a little bit of time into training. I think it's important to note, too, that there's actually a tremendous number of dog training, well, deaf dog training resources on the web. There's mm-hmm. I've, There's actually a whole discussion list of that have information on training deaf dogs. I'm sure there's books too, although it's not something that I've personally dealt with. I know that those resources are out there. So yeah. if someone were interested in that, the information on on doing basic obedience with deaf dogs, I mean anyone who teaches a class would undoubtedly be able to help but there's also other resources where you can talk to other people who own deaf dogs because it's actually not that uncommon because there are yeah. certain certain breeds where because of their coloration a lot of times they're likely to be deaf. In fact, Dalmatians, I think you mentioned. Right. And uh, I was Dalmatians gonna, often are deaf. And I was just going to mention that. I know many Dalmatians are born um, deaf, and, and I'm just wondering if she has a little bit of Dalmatian in her because her coloring... She looks Dalmatian. She's about the size of a Dalmatian. So we, yeah. again, don't know, but that's potentially she might have a little bit of that in her. And uh, I asked if she's in him. I don't know why I keep saying her. I'm so sorry. Um, Maybe she's a girly-looking girly looking dog. She's so cute. <laughs> um, I uh, asked if she was born deaf or if she became deaf, and the foster home wasn't sure. They just said as long as they had known that, you know, that he's been hard of hearing, so yeah. um, it very well could be he was born that way. Yeah, because if he's, if he's white, that's sort of a, I think that that's one of the most likely colored dogs to be deaf, lots of Dalmatians. I think some some dogs that have merle coloring, you know, like mm-hmm. merle, Aussie shepherds sometimes are right. deaf. Yeah. Right, right. Yes, he very well could have that in him, and he's got the little black spots on his body. <laughs> like a Dalmatian, so it it could be likely that he, he is part Dalmatian. Okay. Well, speaking of patience, and and so the the type of person to deal with really either Riot or Lucy, what kind of person do you think would be the best personality, the human personality would be the mm-hmm. best type of person? You mentioned that, that they should be active, and, and a lot of people who live here in Idaho, I mean, we move here because it's beautiful and we like to go hiking, but, you know, you really, these dogs aren't going to want a couch potato, but what other elements of their personality, what type of person would be best suited to care for these dogs? Well, and if you get, if it's a, you know, if it's a type of person that doesn't, isn't super active, you know, at least to have a person that enjoys getting outside um, you know, that could play ball with either of them that could walk. You know, they both could walk on a leash if it's somebody that lives in, in a city, something like that. But I think, um, again, um, for both of these dogs, because of their high energy level and their age, I think they're both going to need um, a patient-type person that can work with them, somebody that is is willing to do that. Um, I think a person that... Um, 
Oh, I'm trying to think what would be best for them. I think that's the biggest issue is somebody that has the patience for them, um, somebody that is willing to certainly provide a lot of love and attention, as every dog deserves, yeah. and um, and uh, for for Riot particularly, just, you know, again, he requires somebody that could, could spend some time with him and, and really work with him because of his, his deafness. But um, very doable, but uh, somebody that's willing to do that. So, you know, even if it was somebody that worked all day, you can still get people to come in and, and walk and stuff sure. like that. Exactly. Exactly. Yes, absolutely. So, um, you know, I think those are going to be the important aspects of, of the type of person that, that would uh, these dogs would do best with. So other than the obvious deafness with, with Riot, do they have any other types of, either Riot or Lucy, do they have any type of personality quirks or habits that a new owner should know about, like chewing up the furniture, you know, <laughs> things like that. I know Riot's a puppy, so sort yeah. of, so he may still be in the chewing phase. Yeah, I don't think either of them, um, you know, I haven't got gotten any word from the foster homes on whether um, they do that in the house. So I think they're pretty good in the house. I know that they're both potty trained, so that's good. I I would say the, the biggest, probably the thing that needs um, a potential owner needs to be aware of is that they will chase cats. So if they are outside in a community area where they could come across the cat, they should have the dog on a leash at all times. Mm-hmm. Um, so because they will go after a cat. Um, and then also um, they'll, they'll go after horses and nip at their heels and, and bark at them. So they're probably best in a home without without horses. But, you know, that can be worked with. So mm-hmm. if some, I wouldn't want to close the door to somebody who does have horses that maybe is interested in these dogs. Um, mm-hmm. So that would be something that they should be aware of that they would need to work on with them. And as far as I know, those are kind of those are their worst worst habits that they have, and both very, very again very uh, doable as far as working with them and and uh, modifying their behavior in that respect. That's true, and even with the the cat chasing, I mean that's actually that can be dealt with too, particularly if they're inside dogs and the cats are inside cats. You know, my motto has always been that. Uh, Cats and dogs can get along together as long as you realize that you're not going to be training the cat. You're going to be training the dog. <laughs> and and my cats know that, like, no matter what happens, the dog always loses. So <laughs> they're just so smug. Oh, so, yeah. you know, I just don't, I don't ever leave them together because one of my dogs is not sure about the difference between cats and squirrels. And mm-hmm. um, so I just, you know, a lot of it is common sense. If, That's if right. you have, if you have a dog with a strong prey drive, as terriers often have, that's probably yeah. part of the the urge to chase cats is just built-in instinct. So, Absolutely. And they um, might chase small animals as well. I'm not sure. But yeah, I mean, I think that, you know, if, if a dog's going to chase a cat, is he going to no, you know, really care about the difference between a cat and a squirrel? I don't think so. <laughs> I don't either. It's just small and it's moving quick. So yeah, we like it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I think, um, you know, going back to your question of what type of person or personality would be good for these dogs, um, somebody that's, you know, gonna, probably that's going to be smart about these kind of things. You know, I know a lot of people will fall in love with an animal because it's the um, 
maybe aesthetically pleasing to them or um you know it, it uh, it's a certain color that they like and um you know then we warn them okay they need to be unleashed at all times because of these reasons and and then they just let them go you know and the dog takes off and they call us the next day and say the dog took off well you know we just really i think both these dogs are going to they're not um i think they eventually can be very easygoing dogs mm-hmm. but in the beginning they're going to require um somebody that's that's willing to be smart about it and willing to be smart about how how they um train the dog and how they how they what type of situations they put the dog in because the dog's just going to do what they like to do you know <laughs> if they like to chase they're going to do it that's exactly just, that's like you said bred in them so um to have somebody that's willing to work together with the dog to make it the best animal possible for their household mhm yeah Okay. Well, thank you for being here and we're we're actually out of time. Okay. And I'd like to thank you Rhonda for stopping by and telling us all about R- Riot and Lucy. Well, I thank and, you for having me. Yeah. And I'd also like to thank our producers for making the show possible. For more information about Riot and Lucy, you can check them out at bonnersferry.petfinder.org. That's right. Dot com. Dot com. Okay, it's petfinder.com. Correct. And it's bonnersferry.petfinder.com. That's it. And if you are involved in rescue, please do check out all the great benefits you can receive as a member of the National Association of Pet Rescue Professionals at www.naprp.com. If you would like to feature your pets on this Take Me Home radio show, Just click the contact link on the site to get in touch with me, and we'd love to have you on the show. Transcripts of this show or any other show on the Pet Life Radio Network are available at PetLifeRadio.com. To visit our show, just click the Take Me Home link. If you have any questions or comments about the show, please email me at the address on the site. So until next time, if you or anyone you know is considering getting a pet, please consider the adoption option and save a life. When you're looking to add a pet into your life, consider adopting a homeless animal from your local shelter or rescue group. Whether you want a kitten, puppy, or a more mature pet, a purebred or a -a one-of-a-kind mixed breed, even a rabbit or hamster, your shelter has the best selection of animals anywhere, all screened for good health and behavior. PetLifeRadio.com presents Take Me Home with your host, Susan Daffron. Join us each week as we showcase wonderful pets, tell stories, and even throw some pet education into the mix. So get ready to find out why the pet adoption option can be a great way to add a furry companion into your life. Take me home every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.